This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton, I'm back. Can't get rid of me yet. Uh, I'm back and uh, it's been, uh, it was nice being off, I must admit, although I had illness to deal with, which was a challenge and a half, but I think we came through. And I did discover that it's possible to sleep until seven o'clock in the morning. I did not know that was possible, <laughs> but it is. However, not now. So we're back at it and, and happy to be with you. I hope you had good holidays with your family and friends. I can't think of a better way to kick off um, the year than uh, with our own Michael Hulby, who is with us this morning the uh, COO for Newhall Family Media, uh, our friend, our, our, our guidance in radio, our buddy. He's here to talk. Uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of things, aren't we, Michael? I think we are. But first of all, Happy New Year. And I know, Linda, you've had some uh, health challenges over the holiday. And uh, so we've been thinking about you. And hopefully you and Wilbur on the back end of yet another exciting uh, health care holiday. Yeah, got to love it. <laughs> Man, you really learn uh, at, at some point in your life, it finally kicks in that whole theory about your health is the most important thing. Yeah, they ain't lying about that. That's important. <laughs> so we're here and that's the important thing. So let's talk for, I think, I think what I'd like to start out, maybe if it's okay with you, kind of a wrap up um, of radio in 2021 and then we'll talk about looking forward. So how did how do you feel and understand Michael has, oh my gosh, uh, his tentacles reach far and wide in the national radio business. Uh, both him and, and, and Beth are our are, are leader. Um, but radio certainly struggled and yet in many ways excelled during COVID in 2021. So kind of look back on all of that and how it came through. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree. In in many ways, you know, one of the the tenets, and we've talked about this on our discussions in the past, Linda. One of the tenets of local radio is the word local, you know, with radio. Um, where we've discussed in the past, radio evolved from being a device to 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 being um, omnipresent, if you will, uh, in terms of providing content and context for communities and whether it's you know shows like yours which are so important websites like vermilioncountyfirst.com which connect beyond just when broadcasts happen to special events and and connecting with community need and again i'll use um you know a couple of recent events the united way day that the radio station was involved in which we were really proud of the the day of uh, the giving tree day with the public library uh also you know those kinds of things that go on on a regular basis that's that's where we really shine and we're reminded of of that connection to the community linda in the recent tornadoes and storms and yes. And I've had, uh, I have two very dear friends who operate, own and operate radio stations in the states of Tennessee and Kentucky, uh, Beth Mann in Kentucky and, and Paul Tinkle in Tennessee, both of their community, the communities that they served, uh, serve uh, 
were dramatically impacted. Matter of fact, uh, Beth Mann's community of Mayfield, Kentucky was in the bullseye and the candle factory and the churches. Matter of fact, uh, uh, on, uh, on, the, on the air here on WDAN, before you came on the air, uh, they were discussing um, discussing the two churches in, in Mayfield that were destroyed, but yet they held a joint Christmas uh, event in the parking lot between the two churches that were destroyed in that community. Uh, but the local radio stations you know, were 24-7 providing information, life-saving information. They were giving information before the tornadoes got there. They were helping to connect the community to services you know, as and after and, and even continued to this day. And Beth Mann, our friend in, in, in Western Kentucky, two of her staff members lost their homes in the storm, but yet they continued to serve. Their families were safe, but they continued to serve their communities through their local sure. radio stations. And, you know, as long as we do that, as long as we continue to put the community, our listeners, our advertisers, you know, the, the people that we serve first, then, you know, there will always be a place for us. So when I look back, it's really those, you know, there is times of change to be sure, but there's just a couple of great examples of how local radio does it so well. Well, I think one of the uh, things that also came on so strongly over the last year, and certainly we were a part of that and using Zoom as much as we have and will now be using, uh, quite honestly, we'll be using going forward. Um, one of the things we saw really was the technology that enables us to do our jobs so much easier and quicker, complemented by websites and what what has happened with Newhoff and its Vermilion County First side where people can immediately go and know they can get local news they can rely on that Steve has gone out and gotten and brought back and put up there so they can get that information. I think over the last year, that has really grown and broadened. Oh, it, it has. And when we look at our, and we look at our, our uh, numbers and we track how many people come and how much time they spend. And, and, you know, a perfect example of that is actually this program. <clears throat> and we share this with Linda. I know Linda takes great pride in this, that, you know, Linda's a top five podcast in our entire company. Thank so, you very much. I can hear the applause. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the, you know what, here's the thing. What these discussions that we have every morning on the radio between 7.30 and 8, specifically with you and your program, you know, matter to the community and the conversation and the, and the content matters. And if you miss it or you want to go back and listen to yeah. it again, it's, it's readily available. Um, and again, we look at the number of people who on a daily basis go back and listen to the show. Uh, that just tells us that, you know, it just reinforces the amount of, of, of importance that we put on programs like this, but also platforms like VermilionCountyFirst.com. And, you know, and, and we'll talk in a little bit about the future, but, you know, we're in the process of developing a, a new product for one of our communities that, that doesn't have a VermilionCountyFirst.com. And I've, we spent a lot of time preparing for that here in 2020. And so in the first quarter, we'll be launching a new product in one of our other markets, very much geared like the Danville and Vermilion County community has enjoyed for a long time. 
And we're excited about that. And the community leaders that we've told about that are excited too. So uh, those platforms are very important. Well, I think the ability to diversify your ability to access, you know, as an old timer, uh, it was great back in the day. You had one TV station, you had one radio, you know, you know what I mean? It was all very simple and you just turned it on and that was it. And that was, you didn't have to worry about making a choice. Now access and diversity are extremely important to people and the ability to pick and choose when and where they listen, when and where they pay attention to what's going on um, to, to be able to meet those needs uh, with a quality product. I think is our biggest challenge now. And doing it, you know, doing it economically, if you will. I mean, and, and yeah. understanding the economic realities of it. And, and again, this is a topic you and I have discussed in the past. Beth Newhoff, our CEO, has been out in the forefront of this nationally. Uh, but there was a time in the not too distant past that we had eight. And you and I had this discussion. I think you corrected me to nine. Uh, full-time <laughs> radio yeah, news reporters and news directors, and so these were people that were working every day to create to create content and share it, you know, on the radio platforms. And this is before the internet portal and website kind of concepts. But there were nine full time people. Well, today there's only one, um, and yet the demand for the content is never greater. The demand for the information is never greater. People want to know what's going on and they want to know why things are happening and how things are happening. And so it's a, it's a, it's a challenge and it's also, you know, exciting to be able to meet that uh, demand with the, you know, with the, with the listeners and the viewers and the readers of our websites. Absolutely. We're going to go to break. Be back in just a moment. Newsmakers 1490 WDN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton back with you. Hope you had good holidays. We are, we were looking back uh, at the world of radio uh, in 2021. Michael Halvey is with me, the COO for Newhoff Family Media. Now we're going to look ahead a little bit. Um, We were talking in the first uh, segment about the advances in technology and how much they've meant. They've certainly meant a lot to this show because we do so much of our shows on Zoom. I never leave my front room, and I don't don't mind that a bit. Uh, (laughs) And neither does Mr. Bolton, who doesn't have to scrape my car and get it ready to go so I can drive to the station. So... It's a, it's a win-win for us, but it also allows us to do that. So even if I'm having an off day or things aren't going well, or there's, I can do a lot of things with it. Uh, one of the things we're talking about doing is interviewing my, my cousin, who's a senator in the state of California. So we may even do that. And that's technology. That's, that's because we're able to. So what are you seeing, Michael, as we go, we go forward? Well, I think on the technology front, it is exciting, you know, the way we've used basically off-the-shelf technology uh, and been able to deploy it. I know, and again, I think I mentioned this on the show before, um, you know, let's go back two years ago when we were planning, we were we didn't know what we were going to deal with with this <laughs> pandemic, but we knew something was going to happen and it, it probably wasn't going to be good. 
And Tom Barnes, the operations manager here at the radio station, you know, was thinking of ways to rig up, you know, special broadcast equipment in the living room of of Linda's home and and, and how we were going to do that, how he was going to uh, do the morning show on D102 and, and all these other things from remote locations. And we just stopped and thought about the available technology that a lot of people are utilizing to talk to their grandkids that we use to talk to our own granddaughter. And we realized, you know what, this is exactly what we need to be doing. So uh, we made some modifications in the studio. We made some uh, adjustments on on how things happen. I think our listeners understand that sometimes, um, you know, someone's connection isn't as great as the other. It's probably you know, better if you're in the studio. Of course, it's always nice to see people in the studio, but to, to be able to deliver the content in a safe way uh, and then be a little, uh, you know, be a little creative in the way you use it, uh, it works. And so it's worked very well. Um, you know, some of the the time that we were out of the office, and again, we're, we're trying to be safely in the office now, but uh, a lot of content has been created by our announcers across the company, and they're so proud of their home studio systems and, st- and home studio setups. We'll do Zooms, and we'll have producers of commercials and radio content, and they're in their living room, whether it's in, or they're in their basement, whether it's in Lafayette or Bloomington or Decatur, Champaign and, and Springfield, and we have all these little studios that have popped up. And here's the thing. Some of this stuff that's coming out of it sounds better than it does the studio. Uh, in the yeah. studio, let me tell you, it costs a heck of a lot more money than uh, the home studio <laughs> setup does. So um, it's all... It, it, you know, to me, that's been a very interesting part of this whole thing. You know, how we connect with our clients and how we connect with community leaders has all changed. And it probably has changed permanently. Not that we won't be back in studio someday when all of this settles down, but we certainly have learned a lot of things and we have accelerated um, to a point where we probably were heading anyway, but that's you know, that's a part of the 2022 picture, and that is continuing to accelerate that way. I think something else for, you know, radio specifically in 22, and that is we'll continue to kind of kind of de-emphasize some of the skills of the past and emphasize how to do things more creatively and, and better, the things that can't be replicated. For instance, in the old days, you know, putting your music list together was so important, and you know, individuals who scheduled radio station music logs, you know, would spend hours and hours and hours doing that. Well, now the technology exists where you don't have to do, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Uh, you, you can create what needs to be done uh, much quicker. And actually one person can do multiple locations and stations without losing um, the special nature that radio has. But then that, re- that leaves the local people to focus on local. So I think what we will see is where, you know, radio music stations used to be so, you know, tight, right and out of sight is what we, you know, is what we've said in, in the past. Those same people that were worried about executing the tight, right, out of sight type of formats now can take their time and dedicate that to, to connecting with their communities, to creating local content. And I think you'll see music stations become more service oriented and less, you know, just about the songs. Because guess what? You can find songs in a thousand yeah, places. Absolutely. But you can't absolutely. find information about your community in a thousand places. So I think we'll see a continued evolution towards that as well, Linda. 
that's I agree with you, Michael. I think that's that's the big thing. Uh, it used to be about the music. It, it's really not about the music anymore. I mean, Tommy does a great job and all that. And and if you want to see technology in action and craziness at the same time, just go spend a few times in a few minutes in uh, Tommy's studio. It's an experience for anyone. <laughs> um, but but the reality is I can get music anywhere I want it right now. I mean, literally anywhere. What I can't always get is local information. And that's usually the things that's most important to me. Is District 118 going back to school? Is, you know, is this happening? Is that happening? Is the city of Danville doing this? If I don't, if I don't know where to go to get those questions answered, um, what do I do? And I get frustrated and I get, and lots of times people just get mad. And I always, I've said this many times when I was an alderman, the calls I would get when people were upset, it's because they just didn't understand what was happening. So they were angry about a decision that was made because they didn't know why the decision was made. Well, for heaven's sakes, it's on us to make sure they understand that. So that flow of communication and information is critical to moving forward. We're going to go to break. We'll be back in just a moment. Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you and on the Zoom call this morning, Michael Halby, COO for Newhoff Family Media. We are looking back and forward uh, into the world of radios, particularly local radio, which is really all we care about in, in reality. Hey, Michael, let's talk for just a second. It may sound like an odd thing to discuss, but uh, we don't talk about it very often. What about advertising? How has that changed over over time and where is it at now? Because again, it's the same thing. There are so many places to put your advertising money. Um, where's local radio and all that? Because while we like to talk about being a, a vital part of the community and a local service, it's still a business. It is. No, you're hundred percent right. It, it is a business. And, you know, we have a, we have a very large group of local advertisers that, that have been very loyal uh, to our radio stations, you know, over the years, which we very much appreciate. And the reason that they are is because it works and it works because people access the content that they advertise on or in. And, you know, that's a very important part of the equation. Um, but at the advertising world, the marketing world certainly has changed. And this is where I also say that radio is, is changing along with it. Um, where it used to be, we were in the era commercial business, you know, and now what we do is we create comprehensive marketing programs that use a lot of different resources. So, you know, our uh, salespeople in, in all of our markets, besides selling broadcast radio commercials um, to local advertisers for various products and services, you know, we also sell a lot of digital advertising and we create digital ad campaigns. We even sell Spotify and Pandora campaigns to local advertisers. You know, in my mind, it, I, I use the phrase and you can thank Rick Richards and Deanna Witzel for this, but we're really in the business of selling hamburgers, right? So yes. whether it's a car or a roof or a medical service or an insurance yep. policy or, or a hamburger, we're in the business of selling hamburgers. And what that's how we create 
the revenue that pays the bills and that returns value back to the Newhoff family, you know, and keeps the engine going. And so we're in the advertising business. And so we do provide other resources to advertisers beyond just radio commercials on the air. It's it's a big part of it's the core of what we do, but we do a lot of other things and we see that expanding in 22 and beyond. And and we're we're trying to keep pace with the, the the demands and needs of our advertisers. So whether it's Facebook or Twitter or, or VermilionCountyFirst.com or targeted email campaigns that list that advertisers may send out, or it may be a local commercial that runs on your local Pandora Spotify uh, channels. Those are all coming from us. And they're initiating with us, and we're putting our team of experts. And interestingly enough, the new people that we've hired in the company, Linda, in the last year, that's what they do. The We haven't been hiring people with old skills. We've been hiring people with new yeah. skills. And, you know, we're in the process, as I said, of, of building some new products in the company in 22, the first part of 22, and it's all built around those ideas. So uh, radio has evolved, again, from a device to, you know, all these different tentacles, to use your word earlier. So it's exciting to me. Uh, And even though things have changed, if we were just focused on what we did 20 years ago or just 10 years ago, shame on us. But we're not. This company isn't. And that's one of the things that's exciting to me. I was going to say, and you've got three minutes. Tell Tell me what you are most excited about looking forward to 2022 for new off. Well, I'm excited about, again, looking at, at, at ways to continue to stay engaged in the community. Uh, I hope to be back on your show. If you can work me in, Linda, on Friday. I can, always, I can always work you in. Are we talking about March 4th, maybe? Yes, on Friday, <laughs> March the 4th, as we, as we launch. I believe this will be our 14th season of March 4th Moments in the March 4th Vermilion County campaign. I will not bring up the fact you beat me out on the PSA announcements award. Well, I will not, I will not new, bring that up, but, I, you know, I'm not bitter or anything. Well, here's what I want to say about that. And again, I want to offer my congratulations to our entire team. Uh, Newhoff Media, as as you saw, maybe right before the, uh, the New Year holiday was awarded the uh, station of the year uh, in small market radio and also media market radio by the Illinois Broadcasters Association, D102 and our uh, country station in Springfield, WFMB, both awarded Station of the Year awards. We had a number and like nine finalist awards for the Silver Dome, which is named after the state capitol. And Linda and I actually, and I wouldn't say I, but the March 4th campaign, um, the, the mental health campaign and the March 4th campaign were finalists in the same category. Uh, and that's a high honor, Linda. Let me tell you, as someone who judges uh, state and national broadcast competitions to make the finals is a big deal. And, uh, you know, there's been a number of finalist awards, you know, from our radio stations. And I'm so proud of that. Yeah, but, it's really good for the, it's good for the whole new off team. I mean, like I said, and station of the year, man, you don't sneeze at that. That's a, that's a big deal. No, and not to, and not to brag, but just to point out that, uh, with the announcements at the end of last week, both with the station of the year in Springfield and here in Danville, since 2010, it was the 12th time that Newhoff Media has a Newhoff Media station has won a station of the year award, and and I and I say that from a standpoint of and why it's important to me 
is that our level of expectation for the things that we do in service to our community yeah. is that high. Yeah. And and in maintaining the bar that high. You know, I you know, some people say, well, that you know, that's great. You know, some stations never win any. And your your company has won 12, along with other very prestigious national awards. But that's the level that we want to you know stay at and and grow from. But you know, at some point, the New England Patriots stop winning Super Bowls, right? Um, yeah. And then people get well. How come they don't win Super Bowls anymore? Well, things change. I don't want to be in a, in the situation where we accept less than what we can do, that lives to that high standard. And so when we're acknowledged by our peers, that's just validation that we continue to serve our communities at that high level, and we expect to be able to continue to serve. At well, that but I'm really well, proud I, of our team. Starts yeah, with the- and, and, and as an employee, uh, as part of the team, it's important. It helps me get up every morning and do this show. It helps me always try to do my best. I don't care. I mean, I, if I get an award, that's great. If I don't, that's okay. But I still, my standard is I get up and do the best I can or don't do it. So it's a, it's a level of excellence that you continue to strive to. Michael, thank you for kicking off the year with us. Always a joy to talk to you. We will talk again soon, I know. We'll see you in March. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, if not before. Hey, uh, be sure you join tomorrow. Tim Dudley will be here. We're going to get an economic development update forecast for 2022. Right here on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN, I'm Linda Bolton. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.